Have you ever wondered why there's such a fuss around the gospel? Why is it called the good news? Why are Christians so hyped about it? And many more questions around the lines of forgiveness of sins and the gospel. Then you are totally in the right place. This is the Jesus Tribe podcast, where we present the gospel in its simplicity and beauty to all who would listen. This current series is all about the gospel and answering any questions you might have around it. Best believe it will take you on an exciting journey to truth. Keep listening. Hi guys, good evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Jesus Tribe podcast. With me here, as always, is Daniel. Hello, Daniel. (laughs) Hi, Faith. Hi, everyone. Good day. Yeah, good day is a better way to put it. I think that's why they probably came up with the word. (laughs) How are you guys doing? How has the last week been? It's officially been a week since we had our first podcast in the series in this new series so yes how are you guys doing thank you for the amazing you know feedback and comments and excitement well appreciated so once again don't forget to you know like share subscribe and <laughs> leave a comment yes so welcome yep. back so how was your week how are you doing you know and all that <laughs> yeah so last week we introduced our new series which is basically around centered around the gospel the gospel of christ and last week daniel tried to give us a little historical background into the word and how the word came about and then we went all the way to the latin and the greek roots of the word but then all of that helped us (laughs) all that helped us to have a very good idea of to as to what the word actually means in the real sense all we have to do now is put it into the right context for this series right so the note we ended up last week was daniel saying that okay literally anything can be good news so why is the death and resurrection of jesus good news to me right so we're going to start and pick up from that note right daniel and so i think daniel would now give us a few um give us some context basically to why the gospel is good news to us yeah yeah i mean just a slight correction um what i was actually uh going to do is what exactly is the news um i'm, okay. I'm not going to talk about why it's good news good news to anybody right. yet but um the idea that like you rightly said when we did a brief etymology we literally concluded at the point that the gospel just means good news right so mm-hmm. um the new iOS 15 coming out is good news for the starving yes, yes. Android users <laughs> that have never oh, been wow. able to call their friends on FaceTime. Don't worry, they have finally. I'm offended. <laughs> As a proud Android user, I'm actually quite offended. <laughs> That's what everyone says still this week to Apple. But anyways, wow. um, mark my words, guys. Before the end of this series, she would have left. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> But anyways, uh, what is good news? Good news is a very vague term. And I remember when I was talking to teenagers at my church and I asked them the same question, what is the gospel? And someone said the gospel is God or the gospel is Jesus mm-hmm. or the entire Bible is the gospel. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that is a very vague thing to say. The good news is God. Okay, what does that mean? 
Um, and it's the same thing. If you don't get the information right, then we've already started off on the wrong ground. And so what this podcast episode is looking to do is pretty much just present that information that whenever you hear the word good news, at least as described by the Bible, what should you start to think about? And we we put this in the part in um sorry the Instagram post, and I would also repeat this in the podcast verbatim so that we have an idea or we have in clear terms whenever someone says this is the gospel this is what you should start to think about of course it's not exhaustive but i tried to pack the major points and we're going to move on in the next couple of weeks to now start to unpack each of these mm-hmm, um statements them, yeah. so what is the gospel if someone asks five in 20 and um, 20 marks define the gospel right question 1a it always has to be a basically what i said is as in (laughs) it's always 1a and you could write this down for those listening and just read this over the course of the days and just get to to familiarize yourself with this what i pretty much said is there is a god by whom all humans were created and to whom mm-hmm. all are accountable to. So I'll try to break this down. So that's the first thing. So the gospel starts with the basic assumption that there is a God. That's basically everything we said in, is anyone of there? There's a God that created us and to yeah. whom we're accountable to. The next thing is we all, or which one do you think I should do faith? Should I read the whole thing and then take it one at a time? Or should I read it one at a time and explain? would have taken a poll if our audience was here (laughs) yeah a life poll but i think if you read everything out then it will probably explain as we go all right all right so let me do that then i'll read the whole thing faith has spoken just for a flow of thought yeah yeah so it is there is a god by whom all humans were created and to whom all are accountable to we all have morally strayed away from his standards and as a result have become separated from him God, being just, has declared us guilty and liable to the consequences of our actions. This result, being an offense against the eternal source of life, is therefore death, both physically and spiritually. God, however, being love, didn't just stop there, but decided to save us from ourselves. He did this by taking on humanity in the person of Jesus. And in an act of sacrifice, he died in our stead. By this sacrifice, forgiveness was made available to all. This forgiveness is received simply by trusting that what Jesus did applies to you. Therefore, Anyone who trusts in the sacrifice of Christ has been forgiven and has been reunited back to God. Long definition, right? I think that's a whole lot. And I think the reason why I said you should go through the entire thing before going back to, you know, explain one by one, it's just for a coherence of thoughts. Because now that you've yeah. read through the whole thing, I'm sure that a million and one thing you know, it's running through well a number of people's mind, my mind as well. But I'll leave you to you know unpack it one after the other before I ask my questions. So yeah, you sure. Can go ahead. Sure. So now that we've we've done this, this is 
the teacher said, bravo, full points, extra mark for over 70. <laughs> Second page. Over but anyway, for our international audience is just me. It means doing more than what he asked you to do. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> but yeah. So, like you rightly said, you you read this or you hear this, and a lot of things start to run through your mind. So I I started by saying there is a God to whom we're accountable. So I said that we've all become we've fallen short of His standards, right? We've morally strayed away. And because God is holy and righteous and just and the uh, and good, it therefore means we've become separated from goodness, right? If God is just, and we talked about this in Is Anyone Up There, if God is indeed creator of the world, if God is indeed the standard of morality, then he's also the enforcer of morality. And what that means is that for anyone who strays away from goodness, there is a consequence. The same way our society works on the idea of justice, on um, retribution, on um, consequences, right? It's it's a reflection of the fact that there is a creator who also values cause and effect as well as punishment and reward. And if that's the case, then they are both consequences and punishments for choosing to, to um, should I say, live life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. And the result of that is we're going to talk a bit more as we go on as to punishment, consequence, physical death, spiritual death. But in summary, if God is the source of life, separation from God is death. That's I think that's mm. pretty easy to conceptualize. If God is the source of all life, then separation from God, it's literally synonymous with death. Whether that's physical or spiritual or moral or, or in the very core of who we are, it is death. However, or so sorry, I don't want to Daniel, say, before you, yeah? before you, before you go on, I yeah. want to say that if you're having, if you're having difficulties grasping why we're as to why we're so conclusive in saying that God is this, God is that, then Daniel made reference to anybody up there. So that basically is the theme, our previous theme before this one. So yeah. you might want to check that out to put everything Daniel is saying now in context for you. Yes. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. So yes, so I stopped at separation from God. And I said, God being love. And I said, I don't want to use the word however, because we're still going to talk about the attributes of God. I told you there's a lot we're going to talk about in this series. But I, it's not on however in the sense in which God is just, but however he's love. Those two are not contradictory. God is both just and loving, right? So God in his love for creation, not wanting anyone to suffer the consequence or the punishment of our actions, decided to step in, to take upon himself both the consequence, or rather, sorry, to take upon himself the punishment, right, of our actions, and as a result, spare us from both the consequence and the punishment of our actions. Again, a lot of this is very um, cursory. It's This is just... Like, I'm just doing a rollover. <laughs> We're going yeah. to dive deep into each of these concepts as we go on. And the idea basically is that because God has taken our punishment, we don't need to bear the punishment anymore. And because of the life he offers, the consequence of our separation has been taken away. And the idea okay. then is that anyone who trusts in what God has done for them receives this 
um, this life or is reunited back to God. And that's why it's called eternal life because you're reunited mm -hmm. to the eternal source of life. Yeah. So, yeah, you, that's, that's so, sorry. Yeah, Once again, yeah, okay. I'm interrupting. I'm so sorry. But no, I just wanted fine. to um, probably ask you to maybe give an illustration to put in context the entire the idea of consequence and punishment. Because some people, it means the same thing, right? Oh, so yes. Okay. Okay. So this is this is an analogy that um, my mentor in college, he, he used to explain it to me and it stuck with me ever since. The idea, you can think yeah. about this this way. If you have a son and you tell your son, if you put your hand in fire, you're going to get grounded. I was about to say I'm going to flog you, but I realized that in some parts of the world, <laughs> that might be child abuse. <laughs> so for those who feel it's child abuse, I'm, I'm pandering to your conscience. Don't worry. Um, you don't have to flog your I'm kids. sure in Africa, you get flogged. <laughs> you would have been flogged. You would have been flogged. But anyways, if you put your hand in fire, you're going to get grounded and then the child mm -hmm. goes ahead to put his hand in fire and as a result he gets burnt right but he yeah. also still gets grounded so you can think about mm -hmm. this this way the natural consequence of putting your hand into fire is that you get burnt but then the punishment of you disobeying the instruction i gave you is that you're going to get grounded so in that sense one action resulted in both consequences and punishment yeah. i mean we, we do that the same way in the law courts right if someone murders or if someone uses drugs for instance there is the natural consequence in which you are damaging your nervous system and all of that but there's also i might not say punishment but there's a resultant um people respond to your actions and that they take you for rehab rehabilitation or something like that so there's and also sometimes you actually do time in prison oh yeah. yes if it's an illegal drug so you can see that there is both um, there are both um, consequences and punishment for bad actions. We see that in the world, and we also see that um, in scripture. Which brings me to my next point: is that everything we're going to be talking about all through this series assumes two facts, right, or makes two assertions that we believe to be true. The first is that there is a God. And that the second is that the Bible is a reliable source of authority. Now, some of you or skeptics listening to this might be like, what do you mean by that? How can you base your entire series on such an assumption? It's not true. I promise the audience or we as the Jesus, as Jesus tribe, we promise the audience that we are going to take that head on, possibly even in the next thing. Is the Bible reliable? Why are there different translations? can we trust the gospels trust me we are going to look into that assertion right after i feel for an introductory the purpose first. we've already yes we've already kind of made some case for why we believe there is a god trust me we're going to talk on the bible soon after so just bear with us on that assumption and uh, we will see where we go from there and if for some reason you know you can't wait until jesus tribe you know um takes on that series you might want to go by yourself and do some research right yeah or you and could send so a second message we'll gladly yes you up with resources to start mm -hmm. start on that so that you could follow us on the rest of this journey mm -hmm. yes great so thank you daniel you've done it very extensive almost <laughs> 
<laughs> very wholesome, a very wholesome you know, explanation and breakdown of what the gospel is for us as you know Christians yeah. and for us here at the tribe as well, obviously, but by all by extension. But then like I said, everything that you spelt out, you know, there's so many questions that you oh, can yes. have at different oh, yes. stages of those assertions. And while you've already promised that we're going to take on each and every one of them in the coming weeks, right? But then I'm just going to probably just say a few of them right here. So, you know, when you say things like, oh, we have all sinned. What do you mean by we've all sinned? I literally was just <laughs> born. How do you mean that I have sinned, right? And yeah. I tried to live a good life. I tried to live a good life. I tried to do good things. I tried to help poor people. I tried to help people that I need. I tried to pay my taxes and do all of these things. I am not a bad person. Why do I need to accept Jesus? What is the need? What is he going to do for me, right? then yeah. you say that jesus died who asked him to die like i didn't like i didn't do that <laughs> i don't remember i'll dream someone's death so how or does even, that why does he have to be death so that's another exactly. question why not just i don't know um do time <laughs> like why, why why must he be death what's your deal with yes yeah, so like how does that how does that concern yeah. me and then on the on the i think this is probably one of the most prominent questions so you say that jesus dies to give me eternal life and if i believe i have eternal life so by implication you're saying that if i do not accept him i am eternally dead isn't that a little too harsh isn't that too much can't you just tell me that okay oh, you do not accept so this is the, this is what's <laughs> going to happen why do you have to say that i'm going to be dead forever isn't that a little too i don't know yeah. it's a little too much yeah. right so there's all these questions running through you know the minds of people and then even even so like even i think not other ways to be forgiven right why do i have to like why can't i go john wick on you and you know <laughs> john wick will avenge me of my sins <laughs> avenge me and avenge me well you know so there are all these things running through you know our, my mind and mind yeah. of most of our listeners so i like you said in the coming weeks we would address all of that i mean there's only so much we can say over 20 minutes podcast yep. right so yeah yes i that's <laughs> well said i i i just want everyone to please bear with us and um we're going to do a lot or we're going to explore a lot in the next couple of weeks and i'm very excited i'm very very excited and i really mm-hmm. hope you are as well so just yeah. stay tuned send in your questions if it's a question that we're going to which most likely it will be um, I'm sure you'll be happy when we um, do justice to it on the podcast. So yeah. And if you have a probably more a more personal um, question or experience that you'd like to share with someone, our DMs are always open. You could reach out to us, and we would be super happy to jump on a call with you and you know talk about what's going on through your mind and all of that. So yeah, yeah. please message us on Instagram at Jesus Tribe. Leave us a message on Facebook at Jesus Tribe. And if you want to send a mail instead, you can mail us at Tribe Jesus. So tribejesus at gmail.com is where you can reach out to us on. And we'll be super happy to help you out. Yep, 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 yep. So yes, thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Uh, it's really exciting to have you here. Please, once again, don't forget to like, to share, to leave a rating and also leave a comment. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Tribe podcast. 
We are an organization aimed at presenting the gospel of Christ in its simplicity to everyone everywhere. If this podcast has set up any questions, please feel free to mail us at tribejesus at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Jesus Tribe to stay up to date with our other activities and content. Till next time.